stuff. If molecules are what you mix, you're an engineer. If circuit boards are what you fix, you're an engineer. Now if you run a choo-choo train, invent a better strain of grain. Know what crops need, how much rain, you're an engineer. Now anybody here can be an engineer. For all the engineers, let's hear all your Welcome to episode 164 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I get to talk to Dan Crow, and Dan Crow is a beloved musician in the children's and kids and family music industry. And when you hear him talk about it, you'll understand why. And we talked about uh, on this episode, his latest record concoctions. But in addition, we talked about the kids stem songs CD and DVD set. It's a CD of music from lots of different artists, some of which have been on the Good Stuff Kids podcast before, such as Lucky Diaz and and lots of others like Danny Weinkoff, who's upcoming, spoiler alert, and many, many other artists, including Dan himself, whose CD, Concoctions, is featured on this set. And it's really good music, and and I think that you're going to like it. And if you have a kid that's interested in science, technology, uh, engineering, or math, they're going to get a kick out of all of these songs. they're going to really relate to it. What you just heard was the song You're an Engineer, which is off of Dan's Concoctions record. And what I really liked about that song is how it's different at, at, at every move. Like there's a there's a real stand-up bass line. I mean, if you guys have listened to the show, you know I like sort of these like really in, uh, uh, detailed musical kinds of things. I was almost going to say nerdy, but it's not nerdy. It's cool. It's cool to like what you like. I really like that bass line in there, and I like how the the chorus changes, and 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 it it rocks, right? Like it just rocks. It's a different kind of kind of song, and it rocks, and it's good, and you should listen to it, and you should listen to Dan's whole record, and you should listen to Dan's talk with me, right? Well, almost right now. A couple other things to say. If you are affected by the wildfires in Southern California, we are thinking about you here at the Good Stuff Kids podcast. It happens to be a a blustery day. Uh, here it's it's gray and windy and rainy here at the uh, good stuff kids podcast new houston studio but um certainly thinking about those in southern california who are affected by the uh, the wildfires in addition to the awful situation that happened at the bar slash nightclub a few nights ago and honestly we're still reeling about the situation that happened in pittsburgh so Let's uh, let's use this as an opportunity again to come together, and I think I will speak for myself and say that uh, thoughts and prayers aren't going to do the trick. So if you want to uh, donate to an organization that's doing great things, every town for gun safety is really good and seems to be doing really good work, and uh, we'll leave it at that. Cool? Yes, Mike, that's cool. Uh, go good. I'm, I'm glad you think so. If you want to reach me, you can email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com is my email address. I love getting email. Uh, you can find me on social media, the at symbol, goodstuffpod. If you followed me, that would be super cool. Oh, man. I got to stop doing stuff like that. Super cool. You know what's not super cool? Saying super cool. Not cool at all. Uh, and if you wanted to be a pal and rate, review, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that'd be cool. Or if you want to find me on Stitcher or Radio Public or 
Overcast, or basically anywhere you get your pods, you can find the Good Stuff Kids podcast. So find it and maybe share it, maybe tell someone. I mean, look, there's 164 episodes of Good Stuff. That's a lot, and it's all for free. I don't know about you. Free stuff is a good thing. Free quality stuff's an even better thing, and I think that's what you got here. And there's also 19 episodes of Good Stuff Sports. So we are, uh, we, I, I am bringing it to you and your family in terms of all kinds of good stuff. Music, books, movies, TVs, whatever it is, we got it. Totally. All right, you done hearing me talk? I'm done talking, so that's probably a good fit. Here's my conversation with Dan Crow. Beloved. Great. A lot of joy, a lot of fun, really like talking to him. And listen all the way to the end to hear the full song, You're an Engineer. Okay? Okay. Great. Bye. Good stuff. It is, uh, it's the best. It's already the best to welcome Dan Crow to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you today, Dan? Good, Mike. How are you doing? Thank I'm, you. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm really excited to talk to you. I feel like we have a, a lot of ground to cover. And um, one way that I really like to to start this this show is just to to get a feel for you as a person and, and where you're coming from, like a little bit of uh, the backstory and how you got into kids' music, et, et cetera. So take it away. Well, yeah, that's great. I, no, it definitely was from being a teacher. I, I'm, uh, I have my I have an undergraduate degree in special ed and elementary ed, and then I master's in, uh, in speech communication. So I used all that. That all came about from being initially as a speech therapist. I started to write a lot of songs for the kids so they could. I was working with elementary level kids initially and the younger ones, and I needed, they were needing to, I had to correct their, some of their speech patterns in a good way I found to get through to them, especially articulation kind of therapy. I found that writing songs was a great way to to teach them what sound they were going to learn or whatever. And kind of, I guess it kind of drifts over into phonics too, early reading skill training. So that all came out of my educational background to initially write those songs. And and I just start writing them like crazy. They just started pouring out while I was teaching because they were, I, I had an immediate audience and, and then I kind of, that just sort of snowballed you know, from my individual uh, therapy sessions to classroom visits and then big, big assembly programs in the schools. And that all started my first year of teaching. And then it just kind of started rolling from there. And that's how it got started anyway. Wow. So that's, that was in a year, essentially, it sounds like you went from using music. I mean, I think that there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of layers to this, a lot of levels. Like it's, it's using what you know to connect with the kids and then finding that music is, a way to teach that must have been a pretty uh, a pretty amazing discovery oh yeah and and you know i think this was kind of a little bit maybe around the time that sesame street was starting out so a lot of that was being initiated there and mr rogers you know using music to teach these skills these life skills and and, and, and not just uh, educational skills but so that was really exciting to find that there was that crossover now everything since then i i mean all my writing for all of these years has always had an educational edge to it but you know i i i also can get by with it just being sheer entertainment or yeah. you know 
concerns about the environment or, you know, things that you just interpersonal relationship, things like that, you know, so kids learn, they just get what children experience. And that's the fun part, tapping into their, their, their experiences a little bit. Right. right. Did did you ever expect that when you started using the music or doing the music, you know, it sounds like you went from individual to classroom, you know, it's sort of like spiraled up and out. Um, yeah, that was, that had to have been like such a, such a, like a feel like you had the rocket strap on your back and, and just like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, how did this happen so quickly? Yeah, that's a good, that's a very good point. I, you know, I, it, it was exciting time because I just like a lot of, artists and performers for young people and family audiences just started, you know, as in high school and college, I mean, I was playing in bands and things, you know, we were doing so-called quote grown up music, you know, <laughs> and, and this to discover that there was this whole other genre out there that you could tap into was unbelievable. And I, and the timing for me couldn't have been better because this was just starting to, to start rolling. Um, you know, I remember really close well, actually, it was about two years later that I ended up out in L.A., but that's where it really started to piece together. We, you know, you're with fellow artists that are doing similar things. And like we mentioned, Peter Alsop, and I, did, I think I mentioned him. Uh-huh. You know, he was a good early buddy. We did an album together back in the late 70s, and but for kids. And it was amazing. We thought, wow, this is really – and then Rafi was just getting going up yeah. in Canada around that time. And then I, I became very close friends with Peter and with Marsha Perman and Patty Zaitlin and Uncle Ruthie who had a radio show on KPFK there you know so that all just helped just formulate this whole thing that was going on you know yeah. and Dave Canoy and you mentioned he was there too so we were all were just bouncing work, work off of each other and supporting each other that was the cool part you know yeah. just we were there. yeah that was beautiful anyway i love that <laughs> yeah um so i'm i'm actually as as we speak i'm looking through uh some of your some of your records and you are um one of the great collaborators it seems like you have a full record i think uh, where you collaborate uh-huh. and and work with with other people, so so I, I mean I, I can get locked in on this stuff really easily. But so the single ling with friends record, you have a lot of different people that you worked with, and um, how did those like? It sounds like these relationships are so important to you, and it sounds like they're not. It's not like a competitive thing, but a really supportive thing between you and and a lot of these other family artists. So what was the, like, what was the inspiration to do this whole duets record? Oh, well, that started from our, uh, from the podcast that John Wood and I were doing together and we were interviewing these people and, and we know they're long, long time friends, all of them, everybody, everybody on the album. Yeah. And I, and we started thinking, well, let's get, you know, we got them in the studio. Why don't we just do, we, we, We've always had the, had taken this stance that American folk music has sort of been disappearing because it it the it has to be passed down obviously from generation to generation and from our experiences performing and trying to do these songs in concerts we noticed that uh, the kids weren't learning these songs you know because they're not getting them in schools as much as they used to and so it was really frustrating oh, we got to get to keep these things going yeah. so we thought why don't we just sing an American folk song with our friend here in the studio 
so we did it live and we love the feeling of doing it live too and we already had them there so we could just squeeze more work out of them anyway so yeah. Yeah, you know, we'd have to pay them. <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> anyway so but they were they were more than willing to do it and we just set up the studio so we could just jam and and play a song with them and oh my gosh that started so it all it really yeah. rolled and then yeah from there it it, it just took and took it took flight and there it became this this fun album of yeah. folk songs awesome sharing it great great so then the other the other but and we'll get to the new stuff i promise but i i just want to hear your thoughts on you know so putting together this idea of being a speech therapist and using music to <clears throat> to um to help kids with their you know what whatever it is with the reading or to get the sounds right or things like that i'm looking at this the sound songs album and oh, yeah. and and there's you have a whole record of like how how letters sound and I, I, tell yeah. me a little bit about that one if you don't mind just just like oh, a, that, a few words that. Well, that was a, that was my first true labor of love. I had that thing going from those were those early songs I was telling you about that I wrote for those kids, and and they were all based on the individual letter sounds, like you said. So they're oops and kiss a cow, even apples and bananas, because I recorded that my gosh yeah. way back in the late '60s. Yeah. The thing is, they had they had to, all these songs were had a perp, had a reason. No, what happened was. When I I had been writing these songs, and I thought, and my very good friend, when we came to L.A., Dale Manquin, he said, you know, you should record these songs. So we went into his little studio at Cal State Northridge and just just spent a couple of days and had people come in, like Fred Sokolo, who was a buddy of mine that still is, and uh, some other musicians, Patty Zaitlin. They came in and and performed on them, and some kids came in, and when and then somehow. I don't know. Some friend of mine had some contact over at Disney, and she said, "Oh, you got." They told us, "Said you got to hear these songs because they're phonic songs and they're fun." And so they jumped on it, the Disney folks. So a lot of the songs on that album I wrote for Disney over many years because uh -huh. we did a whole. I did a whole series for them for Digi. Disney Educational Media, which was about called, you know, sing. It was all Winnie the Pooh, by the way, based right. songs. So I had to write them for all the Pooh characters, <laughs> and so I had to, I got to produce them and write write the scripts and then write the songs. But the whole purpose, the the way the kids were learning the sounds was from the songs. So for example, we had one. The first one was uh, sing long vowels with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh wow, that was a real phonics one. And then there was one called uh, sing consonant blends with Winnie the Pooh and and we did a whole series of those and just used all the Pooh characters of course and yeah. this was before they really could uh, they did animate them but they weren't animated like visual um, cartoon animation they were stills and they were all done like initially film strips or something like that right, sure. but they did come out later on in other formats but it was just a way to get these kids excited and in using the magical poo characters, obviously. Yeah. And I really felt like I got to be good buddies with with all those characters. <laughs> sure. And Eeyore yeah. and Rue and, and because they were all like, they just became, I get to know those the, the yeah. personalities from writing for them for so long, and then meet. And of course, we had to use later on that all led into working with the Disney Channel because then I really got to meet the people you work with the people that do the voices of the characters and that's oh, when they so really cool. come to life yeah, yeah so still, cool still friends yeah. yeah in fact Debbie Debbie, Debbie Derryberry, she was one of the ones on our folk music album. She does a lot of voice acting too uh -huh. I don't know if you interviewed her but she's no. she's fantastic yeah wow. she's yeah. great 
Did, um, did Johnny Jimmy Neutron some other? Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so. Really cool. I mean, thank you for for doing that. I mean, I'm just looking at this and it's just so. It's like so clever, you know, like Pooh's uh, honey pot, the short O sound, or a, <laughs> a Tigger ship, the short I sound. Like that's so. I don't know. I, I just, it's mind blowing to me that that this you know this is why I do this podcast to find people like you who who I mean maybe it's uh, personal for me right like just a little bit of a little bit of sharing yeah. for me like I wish that I had known about this like you know when my first kid was born nine years ago or something like that so <laughs> yeah. so I'm glad that we captured this moment for for to to talk well, about this record so that other people can hear about it and find it. And I, sh I also should mention, Mike, that it's important to know that uh, when I was doing those songs, I, because I'm a reader and and I feel that we should keep literature as pure as it is as it is can be, especially classic literature like the Pooh books. I I never took the characters out of the Hundred Acre Wood. I right. didn't take them to the mall or to the zoo. Right. Right. I you know I said this is these are these are these all these stories have to take place in their world and and so i was i think more than anything i was more proud of that because i could just i just maintain i, I would reread the books over and over just to make sure i wasn't drifting away from yeah. those the purity of those, I, characters. Honor those characters so i mean i yeah. I, I don't even know if i should get into this but like you i'm sure i i assume you've seen the trailer for the christopher robin movie I have, and yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's it's great. I think you know. I was thinking back when I used to use the Christopher Robin voices, the only one that wasn't cast. I'm pretty sure that the some like I think Jim Cummings might be doing poo for this movie. I'm not sure, but uh -huh. anyway, as I heard that I heard saw the trailer and it sounded like his voice. But uh, I he's a longtime friend. But I thought this has got to be who are they going to use for you know Christopher Robin's voice is unique because yeah. it's a young boy, and I always use. A young, young girl. I cast a young girl to do the voice of Christopher Robin because and acting it that just always had that there was it worked because of the age you know ramifications, sure, absolutely. the age boundaries. So it was pretty interesting. That, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and I hope once again they're true to it too. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens <laughs> yeah. for sure. So yeah. uh, I I have to I have to ask a clarifying question. Then we're gonna get to sure. to the new stuff. So. You said okay. that you recorded Apples and Bananas in the late 60s. Um, yes. Is that your song? No. Here's okay. what happened. Okay. Um, okay. The, the, the lyrics were already existent. Um, and there, there have been – it is public domain, uh -huh. the song is. And what happened was um, – I just did because I was teaching at the time. I thought it was a perfect song to use. I believe I even maybe just saw it as a poem. And I think it was it wasn't even a song. It was in a the lyrics were in a book um, called Better Speech for Better Reading. I think was the name of the book. I'm not sure, but anyway, I that's where I drew a lot of my words from that I would inspire me to write my songs. And I saw and there were some poems in the back, and I believe that was one of them. And I and I read it and I. Thought, Thought, well this is a very easy this would be easy to put some music to so that version that i play my version of it is my ver my published arrangement i own uh -huh. that arrangement you know because uh -huh. you can do that with a public domain song you can do your own arrangement and publish that and that's what i did um, but then i it, then uh, later on when raffi recorded it and i got an i indirect qu query from his somebody that he knew i think it was sally rogers or somebody like i said that he wants to record that song well he thought it was mine 
but what I, I what he found out it was what I just told you. So he went in and just rearranged it, uh, and they changed it uh, to their version, which is a if you listen to the two versions side by side, you'll hear the difference. And and um, but I still stick to my original published version that I like, and yeah. that's the one I perform. And believe it or not, what's so cool about that song? Is it just faded a little bit from the, in, out of the world of childhood for a few years there? Because these things are so secular. When we, the beauty of working with kids is you never—it's endless. You always have new families and new children, so you're always got a new audience. But you have to be rediscovered every rediscovered every seven years. So, so, <laughs> so it's good and bad at the same time. So that song faded from the public's uh, consciousness. And then what's cool about it is I've been doing it again. I just got back from. A long concert tour just got back three days ago and i was doing it at all these preschools and libraries and everywhere and they love it it's yeah. like brand new to them they don't know it you know it's like yeah. well there you go well, there that's you go kind of fun, yeah man. that's so amazing. i can do my version too by the way yeah <laughs> that's so way. great that's so great uh, so, so don't listen to raffi's version no <laughs> the, <laughs> or the barney one <laughs> oh don't listen I'll, I'll, I'll let's stick to the dan crow and the raffi let's we don't need to go to the barney um Thank so you. <laughs> yeah totally so Okay, so what what thematically one of the things that I love that keeps coming up is this idea of of teaching, you know, teaching through music. And this is where we're, we'll get to the to the latest project. Um, and your latest project is called Kids STEM Songs. So STEM is science, technology, English, math, if I'm not mistaken. And engineering math. Engineering math, right. So I am mistaken. Yeah. And because obviously. <laughs> but I a, love English. <laughs> right. This is not where my, uh, where my brain, too. where my brain gravitates to. So what is it about STEM? science, technology, engineering, and math that really speaks to you? Well, that was really a real interest. I, what happened was, okay, I've always done reading and language arts. That's been the basis of all my material. I even have a, an album out called The Word Factory that I but that has that does deals with uh, parts of speech and, and collective nouns and, and uh, palindromes and things like that and homonyms and homophones, you know, yep. and I and I love that kind of stuff. And I do that. I do those songs with the, my older audiences because I still do a lot of upper elementary shows and middle school even too. I do more workshops with middle schoolers about songwriting and song publishing and the music business in general and high school too. So, but that I always have those songs at hand to just show the educational side of it. But my, uh, let's see, I have one cousin and two nieces, and both of them just coincidentally just graduated university colleges this spring. Okay. And th so this project started when they were starting school three or four years ago. Wow. And I got to thinking, okay, this is this, this has a dual purpose. First of all, I've never written anything about science or math or technology, and it was a challenge. And the, the other part of it was is that here's three – of you know, my, my my relatives and you know wonderful young women that are going into the sciences and I thought this is great and then I thought, started researching and I realized there are not enough women in these fields of science and math and technology and so I just used that as a launching point to try to get 
them more, but I wanted to direct the, the material to younger children so right. they could hear and get excited about these fields young early on and maybe then some of these, you know, anybody, the boys and the girls, I'm not leaving them out, but if, especially if the little girls hear this and say, oh, oh, I want to be a scientist or something, you know, right. based on this. Right. So that's how that got going. And then Lucinda, my wife, was, of course, obviously very uh, supportive of this, and she got into the project big time. Uh -huh. She's really the one that designed the package, uh, uh, put it all together, uh, reached out to all of our, you know, what I know we're getting to that, but the compilation artists. We, the 16 artists that we included on the one CD in the package, the thing is that those we wanted, they all had gone in that direction a little too. A lot of the artists had, and we wanted to represent their take on it too. Mm -hmm. You know, science and Absolutely. technology. Yes. So, so like we, so we can we can break this out a little bit. So the the first part of this, the kids' stem songs compilation, is is um, your record concoction, which is awesome and really fun, and you know. The Thank songs you. about science, technology, being an engineer. Um, tell me a little bit about the song Seven. What do we need to know about that one? Okay. That I wanted to do, I, when I got to the math songs, <laughs> I wanted to do it in a, in a way for the, the kids to have fun with it. And so I just, I wrote that song about my favorite number seven. Um, it, this goes, yeah, I've, that was a number I used in sports with that and a number 11 now too. Uh -huh, <laughs> anyway, uh -huh. seven eleven. there you go. <laughs> Let's go play some, uh, any dice. No, anyway, they, uh, they had, a, it was, uh, that was just the fun at that thing and being a, sports person you know always being in sports my whole life I I'd fall in whatever track and cross country was my main two sports but football I number seven that was my number in football yeah. I think it's a kind of fun and I, and in seven is in football you know the touchdown plus touchdown. the PAT yeah. and yeah. yeah and dog years seven years is one year to me and I, it just came popping up all the time so I thought that'll be a good one and then and then the math one and I didn't want to I could have done you know, a, a multiplication song or something like that. But I wanted to have fun with and because it's the way we use numbers in real life. So that's why I also included the, the for a, a, an extra math song, which is Franklin D. Dime and Abraham Penny. Right. Because that's it's about counting money and about the the value the, the denominations of money. You know, so the five cents, dimes, quarters. You know, so I thought that would be a fun thing. So I always do it when I do it live. I kind of say I take a penny and a dime with me and i show the kids i i found this penny and i make made it my pet penny and i wanted to <laughs> give it a name so i called him abraham penny because he uh -huh. had abraham lincoln on the penny. yeah oh, <laughs> and franklin great. d dime that was a little harder for them but they get that one you know they learned right. franklin delano roosevelt was right. on the dime right <laughs> so, sure anyway so that's how that happened yeah but thanks i'm glad you like that in that album by the way you noticed that there's five songs and then we did five karaoke Instrument, yeah instrumental versions, versions. yeah yeah yeah, the reason for that was I talked to several music teacher friends of mine, and they all said, you know, we would like to, these kids to be able to sing the songs without your voice on it sometimes. And I said, great. So that's why I, I did it that way. And because so that made it more of an educational package yeah. for them. So, yeah, anyway, great. <laughs> fun. Huh. The engineer song is one of my favorites to perform. I do that a lot, and it's fun. And then the science, science, science one, too, by the way. But anyway. Great. Very cool. Um, yeah, the, the idea of like having the karaoke or instrumental thing is really, really, uh, it's really, I had not seen that. So I was, I thought that was very cool. All right. Yeah, that so was, 
<laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you appreciate that because that was that was like we didn't know whether to do it or not. It sounded like we were lazy. I had five more songs I could have done, but, you know, that would have fit in the theme. But I just, and I was working with Jimmy Hammer, who's just an amazing producer, uh-huh. and he, I, it was like he's he's he works with Dave Canoyne a lot and Randy too. You know, he's done a lot with with Dave and Jim, Jimmy and with um, and also Jonathan Sprout too. Uh-huh, sure. And uh, Jimmy's amazing. He lives. He's in L.A. He's yeah. He's he, incredible. He, he I had knows what he's situation. doing. Well, yeah. I I joked with him one day. He was putting me through the mill, and I said, "This reminds me of Whiplash, the movie I just saw." <laughs> You're putting me through a Whiplash session. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know about the drummer. You oh yeah, that. that's a great. Yeah, kids don't watch that movie, but parents like check that out. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, there, there you go. No, yeah. yeah, it's pretty fun. Anyway, but I anyway, that's the deal. And then also the oh, I know. Wanted to mention the scheme. We changed. We added the A for the the um, music part of it. We thought we're using music to present science, technology, engineering, math. So we want to keep your. So we want to. We're going to make the A the art because a lot of schools are doing it that way now calling it steam yeah and a lot of my librarian friends are calling it stream because they include reading in the acronym so that's how that came about so we didn't get that one in on this package but i do that yeah in my show in the show cool yeah i'm married to a librarian for crying out loud yeah (laughs) yeah that's uh well that's a good thing i think that's a that's a good thing you got reading is very important like let's we can't deny that and and it is you know for people who love to do it it is like one of life's great favorite things to do. And, and I hope exactly hope that like the, I don't know, well, I'll get off the pedestal in a second, but like, I hope that like my kids enjoy reading as much as I did and, and do still. Um, yeah. Okay. So the second disc or the second record, I I don't know how the second part of the compilation is all Mm -hmm. collaboration, you know, with, people that have been on the show before like lucky diaz and jonathan sprout and and mm-hmm. dave canoyne and i'm uh, just looking through the list now but so what was the what was the idea behind these collaborations and 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 using you know like jonathan sprout for example doing e equals mc squared like is that fit in with his like you know heroes of history motif and things like that because it's yes, a perfect, uh, <laughs> perfect link so tell me a little bit well, yeah, that was that's a great song, by the way. All those songs on there, I love Patricia Shee doing the abacus versus the computer thing. Yeah, that's a that song I like a lot. It's a long song, but it tells a terrific story. And um, you know, and then I, I just you know, oh, okay, the, our our kids music dot com website that we've yeah. been running for years. John Wood and I and my manager Steve Patel and Lucinda uh, and uh, Bonnie Morgan, our website designer. We have been uh, we we have all these artists that we we're sort of like a clearinghouse for them. We're not we're I think we used to do downloads and sell hard product, you know, the discs and things, but yeah. we do, we got away from that and we're going straight into streaming. We're, we're transitioning over actually into strictly streaming site, you know, in a shortly, but we're working on that now. But the thing is, we thought we have all these artists, 50 some artists that we have on our, on our site and all, and we're very, we're selective. We want to make sure that it's all quality stuff that we have on there. Cause we have people submitting, um, CDs all the time and music and we don't accept all of it because or, or some of it maybe we'll take a couple songs or something off of it but we're becoming like a, a sort of a clearinghouse for children's music and recording artists for kids we feel like that and we are working with other like 
for example, the Children's Music Network, we're tied into them. We've always been involved with them. And, and then um, and all these artists, are, a lot of them are in NARIS, the National, you know, NARIS, the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences. But we wanted the best as representing our site, being part of our site. And so we just went through and said, we're going to do this compilation. Who would like to be involved in? Then we also had favorites that we wanted to get involved in. So we, we put it together. Once again, Lucinda did a lot of that work. I, you know, I, I'm so busy writing and recording and performing that doing that aspect of it, it fell into her hands, and she was great with it. And put that, and she con reached out to all those artists, and every one of them was more than happy to yeah. be involved. And at the last minute, for example, Danny Weinkoff, you know, checked in. He says, "Hey, I want to get in on this." I said, "Great, we'd yeah. love to have you." <laughs> yeah, you don't say no to that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, so that was how that happened. And I missed Justin by a short, a brief. I should have oh, yeah. Justin Roberts. I yeah. should. I I saw him at a at the last year at the Grammy uh, breakfast and and um, and I we had just already had everything going into press but I think that he would have been a great part of it too sure. but I, you know and Bill Harley's been a buddy forever and Bill's just always got quality stuff so yeah. he just all these people are hey man we've been doing this a long time so it's like, yeah you know and you, to give that opportunity to how show showcase uh, a lot of these great songs that maybe people have overlooked on their recordings because now you've got a theme wrapped around it you know too yeah. so that's the exciting part of this yeah. and we're getting some good response to it too by the way i should tell you mike it's been great but yeah anyway, yeah well, so I, that's how that happened steam, uh, steam 16, steam 16. <laughs> and, and no doubt that like it's uh I mean, it's quality and it comes from the right place and it's the right message for kids. Absolutely. I, I'm not surprised to hear. I mean, I like listening to it. So there's that too. And hey, not, thank you. Not, great. <laughs> not surprised to hear that there's a great response. So, yeah. so there's, I mean, I, I, I guess like what I want to say is you just have such a wide breadth of, of work that you've done. And I want to encourage everyone to check it all out. And, and I'm inspired by the, the educational component that is, uh, that's and, and like real, like coming from a person like who is a teacher and, and has that background and, you know, has a, has the book, right? Like you mentioned the book that you were talking about, but like you, you literally have yeah. the book. So I just right. want to encourage folks to to check all this stuff out because it's it's uh I'm gonna say brilliant and uh, I hope you accept that compliment. Um, uh, let me think about it. Uh, yeah. I'll okay. Great. That. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so That's so great. Dan, before so there's there's a lot more to talk about, but I think we're gonna. I think we're going to pause here and then maybe like we'll, we'll get back into it at some point down the road. Cause I, I think that okay. like, I want folks to really focus on this, this record and, and what it's about. Um, the, you, can I mention something Mike real quick? Yeah, of course too. we don't want, we don't want to overlook the DVD. That's, the, that's right. to me is the crown jewel of the box that the five uh, music videos that we did that go along with the STEM themes. Uh, those were real special to us. And I, I hope you enjoyed those. Those were important. Definitely. To, definitely. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I lock great. in, I lock in on the music. as you. <laughs> so. I, I know you do. Anyway, <laughs> All right. I just so, want to mention okay, that. Okay, cool. So, so what's the best way to, to get this box set what's the is is it to go to the kids music.com website just let it guide yeah. us direct us 
Okay, that's one way for sure. Kids, by the way, kids' music has Z's in it. I know it sounds a little dated. That's the way we inherited the site from John Wood. He put the, the kids' K-I-D-Z stem, of course you said, yep. and songs with a Z. Uh, and we kind of like it. I, it. I think it looks good package-wise. And um, then, uh, but the thing is, um, yeah, we, we that's one way, way to get it. Also, you can get it from the, uh, uh, the we just set up a new kids stem songs uh, music sorry kids stem songs.com website that's being that's being put out today i think it's going up today oh, wow. Great. and that has that has all the information about it and also of course cd baby is the place to buy the hard copies or or download or or stream it uh it's in the other it's all on the other streaming services now too it's on okay. spotify and everywhere I, oops i should mention well and apple music whatever so um <laughs> yeah you can get it there and uh but that's the best places to, to do great it too, so. great in kids musical guide yeah awesome <laughs> okay. and how do we find you if we want to follow you and what you're oh. up to I have a website at Dan Crow, D A N C R O W, um, at at uh, you know at you know, dancrow.com. That's my kids, uh, my website, uh -huh. and uh, and then I I guess you could just Google Dan Crow too. That tells it does give out the, my schedule. My schedule's on my website for sure. Great, and everything, all the biographical information's on there for yes, and, and all my uh, my CDs and albums and records, cheapers. I can't even believe records. Did I just say records? <laughs> you yeah, said I records. I loved it. I loved it. Uh -huh. Cassettes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah, amazing. No eight tracks though. I was okay. Okay. Um, well, well, Dan, I can't thank you enough. This was so great. I, I really yeah, thank you for the time. And the record's great. Everyone go check it out. And uh, let's talk soon. Yeah, I hope so. But thanks for calling. I appreciate it very much. Okay. No problem. So there's Dan Crow. I mean, how could you not love that? I, I really enjoyed getting to know him and hearing about his backstory and what he does. He's genuine. He's uh, kind makes great music i mean what else what else do you need in a, in a in a new friend let's call it a new friend genuine kind great music that's really all i'm looking for in a friend and you know if you know how to cook that's cool i do like many different kinds of food all right anyway you guys know that anyway mike at goodstuffpod.com if you want to email me at goodstuffpod on twitter facebook and instagram if you want to reach out in the social media fashion I'm, I'm all right with this being the last of my talking for the day. Maybe, I mean, not like, not like I'm not going to not talk, like I'm going to talk to people, but like maybe for the, all right, anyway, you know what I mean? Here is You're an Engineer by Dan Crow. Talk to you soon. If you create a brand new car, you're an engineer. Make a golf course up to par, you're an engineer. Design and build a sturdy bridge, place a windmill on a ridge, make food last longer in the fridge, you're an engineer. You're an engineer. You're an engineer. If molecules are what you mix, you're an engineer. If surf
a crane. Know what crops need how much rain. You're an engineer. Now anybody here can be an engineer. For all the engineers, let's hear all your cheers. Everybody now. You're an engineer. Ooh, I like it. You're an engineer. If sound vibration is your groove, you're an safer swing. You're an engineer. Everybody! Now anybody here can be an engineer. For all the engineers, let's hear all your cheers! How many kinds of engineers are there? Well, there's biological, agricultural, aeronautical, civil, mechanical, electrical, robotic, audio, chemical, Nuclear computer. Oh, and let's not forget the one that drives a locomotive. Stuff.